0: Everyone and welcome to We Go Back. I'm your host Brian Obuchowski, and on this week's episode, we will be reviewing Lighthouse and Sundown. The fifth and sixth episodes from the final season of Lost. When we open up, we see Jack rushing into his house to get ready, and the thing to notice from this scene is that he looks down and seems to notice his appendix scar for the first time. This is significant because Jack's appendix was removed on the island by Juliet because it was about to burst. So in the flash sideways, he shouldn't have a scar at all, and he's only reminded of it by his mother who tells him he lost it when he was seven or eight. Eight And now one very important thing that we learn from this episode is that Jack is actually a father, and his son's name is David. So I looked this up in the Bible, and I found out that David was a young shepherd who, when very young before becoming a hero used to be a musician. So I really appreciate the detail that they put into even naming Jack's son. So one thing that we do see in this episode is the relationship between Jack and his son is very similar to the one between him and his father. Moving along, one thing to notice about Jack is that he's a lot more upfront since returning to the island. We see him have a very direct and honest conversation with Dogen, and then we also see it when he addresses Saeed, and tells him that that pill was basically poison. And since we know that loss is all about the details, a very small one I noticed is that on Saeed's shirt, he has a bullet hole from where he was shot by Roger. So it's nice that they keep continuity, because we've talked about them doing this with injuries in the past too. Now let's catch up with Hurley, who's trying to leave the temple. He has a little altercation with Dogen, and is told by Jacob to tell him that he's a candidate. So if you're wondering what Dogen said to him in Japanese, he tells Hurley, you're lucky I have to protect you, otherwise I'd cut your head off. Now I want to talk about the comment Hurley makes to Jack to get him to go to the lighthouse. He tells Jack, you have what it takes. And this line has been very significant for Jack since the first season. That's what his father had told him after he'd gotten into a fight at school. So this made me think of the context. He tells that to Jack after he's gotten into a fight and uses an example from his day of work of having to deal with a patient dying. He's telling Jack he doesn't have what it takes to wash his hands clean and know that he can't fix everything. He's trying to tell Jack not to get involved in so many things so that he doesn't have to suffer through the burden of not being able to let go. And the reason I feel I can say that is that what we're seeing in The Flash Sideways is Christian's perspective of Jack as he was growing up. We find out from Jack's mom that his son is very similar to how he was with his relationship to his father when he was a child, and that he was terrified of him because of the expectation. So that later on in the episode, when Jack sees his son playing piano and runs into Dogen, the line he gives Jack here, explaining that it's hard to watch and not help, really applies to Jack's situation with his father. Now, while all of this is happening to Jack, Claire is in a completely different situation on the island. We realize, that she's been out here living by herself for the last three years, and she reveals that she was actually tortured by the others in the same way that Saeed was, but we now know that that actually was a test to try to discover whether or not she had an evil growing within her, and we can definitely see that she's changed completely in her demeanor. She still has a sweet side when she's dealing with people that she's familiar with, but she's a lot more cutthroat, and if you think about it, she's actually stepped into the role that Danielle had on the island. Now I wanted to talk a little bit more about something Jack tells Hurley. He admits that the reason he came back to the island was that he was broken. So I applied this to all the characters, and I realized that all of them were broken in some capacity. Locke was literally broken because he was paralyzed, Jack was broken because of his situation with his father, Kate with her mother, Hurley with his bad luck, Saeed with his torturing in Iraq, I mean the list goes on. And this is really important because he explains that he thought the island could fix him, which really means that Jack actually was taking that leap of faith that we've been talking about. He hoped something would happen when he came to the island. And given the track record of the island, curing Rose's cancer, making Locke able to walk again, and giving Sun and Jin the baby they couldn't have, the island definitely has a way of fixing something for you. When Hurley and Jack arrive at the lighthouse, the comment Hurley makes about Jacob using mirrors because electricity hadn't been invented yet is really telling, because it's letting you know how long Jacob has actually been watching all of these people, because in some way that lighthouse gave Jacob the ability to observe these people from the island. And when Jack hears all of this information, he goes crazy and smashes the mirrors in the lighthouse. And when Jacob appears later, he explains to Hurley the whole point of this is that some people need to be led to what they need to do next, while others can just be told. And as we've learned from Jack, he needs to be shown. He always struggles to give in to just that leap of faith. So Jack being able to see his home in the mirrors shows him that coming to this island wasn't a mistake. And before we end this episode, let's get into the reconciliation between Jack and his son. This is really important for Jack. He's finally able to express why he had such an issue with his father because he was told that he didn't have what it takes. But because of this, he's finally able to be open and honest. And Jack tells his son the thing that he wanted his father to tell him his entire life. I will always love you and that'll take us into sundown where we open up in our flash sideways to Sayid. and if you notice in the shots you can see that Nadia is wearing a wedding ring but Sayid is not and that'll take us into the temple where we get a little bit more explanation from Dogen on why they were testing Sayid and Claire. He explains that they are like a scale. Good and evil are always in a balance tipping in one direction or the other. This ties directly into the scale that Man in Black had in the case where this scale now tipped towards the Blackstone. So in our flash sideways, we find out Saeed's brother is in debt to some shady people. So he's asking Saeed to get these guys off his back. Said tells his brother that he's not that kind of person, and we find out later in the episode that he believes he wasn't worthy for Nadia, so we're kind of seeing a different type of Said in these flash sideways, where on the island he's always been a little bit more ruthless and angry. He doesn't seem to want to jump to do that here. He's willing to offer conventional help, but not slip into that kind of behavior again. Back at the temple, we learn from Dogen that the man in black is evil incarnate. And now that Jacob is dead, he's set free. So this is them explaining the situation to you at its base. Here's where all the tension and conflict in the story is. And if you pay attention to a lot of dialogue in Lost, they help to checkpoint you if you feel like you've missed something along the way. Dogen instructs Saeed to stab the man in black before he even has a chance to speak. But if you notice, man in black actually says hello Saeed before he gets to stab him. And I wonder if this had any influence on the situation. But nothing actually happens to the man in black. He pulls the knife out and hands it back to Saeed. And he gives Saeed a very compelling proposition, telling him that he'll be able to give him back everything that he's ever lost. And one thing that stood out to me here is that Saeed tells him that Everything he ever loved in his life died in his arms. And at first, I think, naturally, we're supposed to think of Nadia. But if you remember, when Shannon was shot, she actually died in his arms too. And now the man in black has Saeed deliver a message of his own. He comes back to the temple and tells everyone that they are all free. Jacob is dead, and they no longer have to be here anymore. And if they don't all leave the temple, by sundown, they'll all be dead. And that'll take us into our flash sideways, where we see Saeed pushed by his brother's mugging to go protect his family. And I think that this is very interesting because if you consider Saeed's motivations throughout the entire series, they've always been to protect somebody else. He never does anything malicious on his own unless he believes that he's helping somebody out. And while it was great to catch up with Kimi's gang, Saeed quickly makes work of them because he's doing it for the greater good. Which back on the island, he seems to be doing it for the opposite reason. With nothing left to protect Saeed seems to have tipped Completely to the side of evil and we can see he's dressed completely in black and so this infection or sickness has spread And I love that they tie this back into Danielle and her crew getting sick as well back in the temple We find out Dogen's reason for being on the island He got into a DUI accident with his son and was promised that the only way to save him was to come to the island and never return Home this situation reminded me of Juliet when she came to the island Island to save her sister's life, but she was effectively never allowed to return home. So that made me think even a little further, and it reminded me of what John had said all the way back in season 1 or 2, where he said, if you give something to the island, it will do great things for you. So at the end of this episode, we see the smoke monster take over the temple. But I did want to point out that he promised he would come in there at sundown. And he wasn't actually able to enter until Saeed had drowned Dogen. And now that he was dead, he'd be unleashed. So the man in black was bluffing. And he was trying to get the people out of the temple to make it easier for Dogen to be killed. Folks, that'll take us into the end of this week's episode. Next week, we will be reviewing Dr. Linus and Recon. Send in your thoughts, theories, questions to wegobackpodcast at gmail.com. You can follow me on Twitter at KingLordBrian. And until next week, you guys have a good time.